Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My life is special. My life is pure. I saw an angel, and that I'm sure. She was smiling at me on the sidewalk. I was with another man. And I won't sleep and sleep all night because I've got a plan. I met um, James Blunt, interviewed him. He was a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, beautiful. Weirdly self-deprecating because he's worried everyone's going to mock yeah. him. Yeah, he's quite... Um, to be fair, though, I did actually go there to mock him. So that was he was right yeah. to be afraid of that. I think he's quite self-deprecating on Twitter. This is not a James Blunt podcast, though. This is a basketball podcast. Yeah, beautiful. And we're not effing around. It's time for... Advanced Analytics. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. That is a good song, though, eh? You're Beautiful is a good song, I think. James Bunt's a talented guy. Well, I, I wouldn't go too far. I would. Like, he, he's, he's, a one, he's a definition of a one-hit wonder. I don't think so. Goodbye, my lover. Yeah, yeah, everyone has, like, follow-up singles, but I don't think they're hits. They're just like... You have been the one. He had another one as well. Songs that have an ex- exist in like the, sl- the 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 jet fumes of the original rocket. He wrote his songs on a tank in the war. No, he did, man. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, no, I kind of heard that legend, and it. That's no, not a legend. If he was on a tank, you think he would write less pussy songs, you know? No. Nah. He was singing anyway. Um, on the on the show today. Sorry about that. I was just trying to get my dock up. Sorry about that low energy start. Let's get the energy. Let's bring the energy. Public. Today we're talking about the Warriors drama. We're talking about Jimmy Butler trade. We're talking about um, emails that we read out. We've got um, my idea for a um, uh, an NBA state of origin that's going to change like the basketball landscape forever. Um, it's bloody exciting. You excited? Yeah. Let's kick it off with the week in review. We. Um, so the Warriors have had a big fight on the substitute bench. It was um, during a timeout between. Um, I don't even care about this. Do you even care about this? Well, I thought it, Kevin I, Durant. I tried to start like with a bit of enthusiasm. Yeah, but I, don't I mean, think um, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. I think it's a slow news day, and because like people said, like the like altercation. Here's the video, and you watch the video, and like yeah, they they're kind of upset, but like it didn't, didn't seem that bad to me. Um, well, I enjoy that Clay Thompson was the mediator. Apparently, he stepped in um, in the uh, changing room afterwards, and his post game quote was, "Go on a little win streak. It will not matter, and this will be in the past like a ponytail. Mm. In the past like a ponytail. It's a good quote. Yeah, I think it, uh, I think he's referencing a Drake lyric. So hopefully, um, hopefully that. Oh no, actually, I'd be quite excited for this to be the end of the war. It's nice to see the Warriors having a bit of drama in their otherwise perfect season. Especially seeing, weirdly, every other West team is struggling at the moment, basically. Um, Houston, obviously famous for their struggles. Going to drop Mallow. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Four-game losing streak for Denver. The main takeaway I took from the video was um, it was weird. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan Bell. <laughs> yeah. 
when Draymond sat down, Katie Katie sat down. Um, Clay moves and sits in between them. What a legend! And then um, Jordan, I think it's Jordan Bell. He's standing behind Draymond, and he grabs his towel and he holds it out like a um, to create like a wall. And I'm like, is he blocking people from seeing the what? Um, the yelling, yeah, probably. Oh no! Well, I think um, at this point, Steve Kerr was talking to them, maybe with a whiteboard or maybe not. I don't know. But it was just weird. He was holding up this towel. Was he blocking the camera? No, 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 no. The camera was front on. He was like kind of behind, and he was holding it up. Um, and then maybe eventually he maybe started a new towel company. He's advertising his towels. No, it's an NBA just Golden State Warriors towel. Yeah, then he's promoting Golden State Warriors towels. Then he puts it down on Draymond's um, shoulders and then starts massaging him. But he had previously been holding it like a wall. That yeah. was my interesting. That's what I mainly watched. Well, do you think he was? He thought he was blocking a camera, but he was blocking the wrong way. Yeah, no, no, well, he's kind of blocking the crowd almost behind. Uh, thanks for your towel input um, to the uh, story. That was uh, very helpful. Well, I just thought it was interesting. No one else was commenting on that. On the towel. Yeah. Because no one else cared about it. It's interesting. Uh, well, what's interesting about the Jimmy Butler trade? Do you find that fascinating? Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm quite excited. I'm a, I'm a Jimmy Butler fan. Oh, yeah, you say that every week, and it's unfounded. Um, huh? What do you like about the trade? Uh, what do I like about it? Well, you always just say you're well, a fan, but I can't really tell why. Because he's like, what? What? What's your reason for being a? Uh, I I always like someone who's not a star and plays hard. Well, I thought he is a star. That was the whole idea of him moving to Timberwolves. Yeah, be no, no, he became he became a star. But you know, when he drafted, no one cared about Jimmy Butler. He's a, he's a from the bottom to the top. He's story. A from the bottom to the top story, and he's a grit and grind kind of guy, I reckon. And he's <laughs> he's he's a he, loser though. No, I think he's. I think he's a winner. Well, he he talks like he's a winner, but like he was a loser on the Bulls, and then he went to the Timberwolves, and well, I mean, he got them. He got them to the first out of the first round. I guess that's an achievement. Did they get the first round? They all that yeah they they yeah. won a first round. They won a playoff series, didn't they? For the first, or they, was oh, it just they made the? Playoffs? I think they they made the playoffs. Oh, they lose in the first round. I assume so. He dragged them there though. They, right? I think they were playing like the Warriors or someone in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. One of my favorite NBA songs is Froggy Fresh. Uh, Jimmy Butler is your father, for sure. Uh, what a song. Yeah, so basically your Jimmy Butler fandom is based on a comedy rapper's song he wrote about him. No, that was the last Being thing Being better I than LeBron. When he was at his peak and um, LeBron proved him wrong there, didn't he? As mm. Jimmy Butler is not LeBron's father. LeBron is Jimmy Butler's father. No, I disagree. But um, I'm excited to see Jimmy in Philly. And I think Philly, uh, Minnesota did okay in getting some stuff back. Um, okay, so who do you think won the trade? I say Philly. You think so? They got the best player? Yeah, although I do rate Covington. Like, yeah, you're right. Minnesota lost in the first round to Houston. Um, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's a tough one. I don't think anyone lost the trade. Um, Someone must have lost. No, because... Because Minnesota, like... I they got they, something. Yeah, they got some... But they got good stuff, I think. Covington, I rate on my fantasy team. Dario Saric, I rate. And then a pick or something. I don't know. But, um, it, it's, it's at very least interesting, eh? Because yeah. it's like time well, for Thibodeau, and, time for Towns, time for Butler to prove themselves because they've been pissing around. Yeah. I think if if the rumors were true about that uh, Miami offering Bam Adebayo... Josh Richardson and a pick, then I think they were crazy not to take that. But I find that hard to believe that, that, that they were offering that. But 
This this trade reminds me of the Raptors trade um, for Kawhi, and that it's a team that was like kind of in no man's land a little bit, swinging for the fences. But 76ers shouldn't be in no man's land. Like they should be a asset rich team that's like got a lot to yeah. I don't build think on. They were in no man's land. Well, it's interesting where they are now because they've got like three hopefully blue chip places that they can build around. But Simmons is looking a little bit shaky with the shooting. Jimmy Butler doesn't. Super help spacing. He's a, he's a, he, they trade away their, their two three-point shooters, their two mm. spacing guys. And I, I, mean, I, know, I know at the trade deadline, they'll try and pick up some um, Cole Corver-type assets to, to space the floor a little bit. But um, they're going for it, which is good. I think it's a bit too early to go for it. I know Embiid is dominating at the moment, but it'll be interesting to see how good this team is. Yeah, I think Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid is going to be a cool pairing. Yeah. And Simmons? Uh, well, I don't really like Simmons. Simmons is a bit, is a bit of a boring. So we're, we're the Raptors were like we're going nowhere anyway. Kyle Lowry's going to you know be done if we don't do the same in the next two years. It's quite early for Philadelphia to be going. This is our team, and um, obviously it's kind of like giving up on Markel Fultz a little bit because oh. it makes them win now. And Markel nah, Fultz was not like necessarily. A They've got to trade him, right? What? No, no, but I don't think they necessarily win now. They definitely are. They got Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but J- Jimmy Butler will be around for five more years. Well, I don't I, know. I, uh, that's interesting. If they can keep him, that's the that's the scary thing. Is that the reason apparently this whole started is because Minnesota, rightly so, was tentatively not wanting to give him a five year, hundred ninety million dollar contract. Right. And it's like, will he be good? I mean, will it be a bad contract? Maybe. Can they afford it? Because they've got like Simmons still on like a rookie contract and stuff. Maybe. But, um, yeah, basically to create space, because they can get another max player next year, they need to get rid of faults. But it makes sense to trade faults right. straight away anyway. I I'm think ex- it was Nate Duncan who was saying that faults is, if he's got any value, it is right now while they're playing in minutes and he's showing a couple of flashes. Whereas when Jimmy Butler comes in, there's no space for faults because he can't space the floor and he's going to clog things up with Simmons. So yeah. faults is like, they've got to trade him now or... You know, end up in the problem they ended up with. With um, yeah, I don't think he has. A, I, don't, I wouldn't say he has much <coughs> trade value. Sure, but it's only going to get worse, right? At least now he's got like mm. potential, and like maybe psychologically he can help him or something. Um, what I will say is, I think it's time to free Furkin Korkmaz. Okay, <laughs> always nice to have. No, he. I I rate him. <laughs> I've never seen him play really, but I've seen some highlight videos. And I think he, I I predict. Can I make a prediction? Where are you from? Where's Furkan Korkmaz from? I think Turkey, but I might be wrong. Um, Furkan Korkmaz, I would like to say. I don't know if I'm saying Stop that right. About, Stop talking about Furkan Korkmaz. Furkan Korkmaz. This is my pr- bold prediction. Never even heard of this mother effer. This is my bold prediction. Better be bold. This trade is the start of the emergence of Furkan Korkmaz. Okay, good to hear. What do you think of the demergence of Carmelo Anthony? I've never rated Carmelo Anthony. People talk about how, is this the fastest fallout of an all-star? He was never good. Yeah, he put up some numbers. No, he was he's really ne- good when he played for... He's um, never been good. When he played for... Okay. For, your takes are hot. For Denver. About you. How did Denver go? They Denver. were bad. No, they, got, they, were, they were one of the best teams in the West a few years. Every single team he's left gets better. Um, he's cancer. When I toured... I don't, Madison, when the, I, toured, I don't think the Knicks got better. The Knicks are, are going to be... Well, like, sure, their record might not say it, but they're in such a better place. A hundred times. Yes. 
when I toured Madison Square Garden and we were looking in the locker room and no one else on the, the tour seemed to know anything about the NBA, as was proven when he was like, um, does anyone know the name? The tour guide was like, does anyone know the name of the WNBA team that plays here? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not the guy to say the answer. So I'm like at the back. You don't want to seem like some sort of cool basketball guy. Yeah. So here showing I, off so, your knowledge to all yeah. the ladies. So I'm just there at the end, at the back, leaning against the wall. And, cool and there's just a long silence. Were you so, wearing a leather jacket? I think I was wearing a denim jacket. Were you smoking? Collar popped. Yes, I was smoking. You got to smoke, especially inside. Yeah. Well, I got kicked out shortly after this moment. Um, For smoking. Well, yes. Cannabis. Um, yeah. Uh, and, oh, and I just said, Liberty, the Liberty. And everyone turned around and was so stunned. And he was like, correct. But I was like, that's not impressive knowledge. But the second t- – so we got to the, the locker room and he was like, if you want to know um, what player's locker is, is what, just ask me because the names weren't on them. Yeah. And it was it was off season. And, um, and then no one said anything again. So I was like, okay, Carmelo Anthony. And he was like, well – Carmelo Anthony actually gets two lockers because he's the star. <laughs> and I was like, that is, says everything you need to know about Carmelo Anthony. You can't have, What? He's got two lockers? You can't have I love how you saw a 15-minute story and the big payoff was that Carmelo Anthony has two lockers. Yeah, but that speaks volumes. <laughs> he's a two-locker kind of guy. Yes. Who are the two-locker guy, kind of guys around the league? I reckon Le- Booker. I reckon Westbrook, LeBron. Uh, I feel like but you these are, this is like these. This is like... These are good players. Like you're like putting them in rarefied air. No, no, no. I have a. There's a definitely a type. I'd of, say a two locker player. You, what you mean is like a player who thinks he's awesome but is actually trash. No, I think there's. I think there's good. There's players. Vucevic. There's no. There's players. Hassan Whiteside. There's players. Who, John Wall is a two locker player. John, yes, John Paul is a, a two Wall, locker player Wall for sure. Name. Who were the other two people John you Paul said? John Paul is the Pope. Who were the other two people you said? Vucevic. Vucevic and, and uh, Whiteside. Wrong, wrong. I'd say. Um, well, just players who think they're good, but think they're way better than they yeah, are. Yeah, no, that's what that, that's what I think it is. Is like kind of all stars who are f- are kind of fake good. So, Mallow, Westbrook, Wall, LeBron. Uh, no, LeBron is not fake good. No, no, no. But you're going to get kicked off the pod for just like Stephen A. Smith levels of incompetence here. No, LeBron is quite good, even if yeah, you don't yeah. like him. Yes, you got to admit but, he's. But it's more. At least it's more the, the second best of it's all the, time. It's the style of play where it's like, yeah, it's more about the individual than the team. That's yeah. that's the person who has two lockers. Yeah, well, like Michael Jordan. Uh no, I disagree. Or Larry Bird. No, no, I think these are the guys. Or Magic Johnson. No. Or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. Again, well, I didn't, I didn't really watch a lot of those guys play, but um, Shaquille O'Neal. No, no, definitely not Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe Bryant. No, ab- 100% not Kobe Bryant. These are all two locker guys by your definition. No, no, no. My definition is people who... You think think they're too big for their boots. No. And not a, not all about... <sighs> it's hard to explain, but... Would you say James Harden's one of your guys? I'm just trying to play along with you. Uh... He's. I don't. I don't. I don't fully know about James. Look. Harden. All right, man. The podcast can only go for like an hour max. We can't keep on talking about no, no. who you think deserves two lockers. Oh, it's, you're the one who just starts listing random players. <clears throat> oh well, I I thought I had some good points. All right. Um. Uh. Injury to Chris Levert. That was other big news this week. You haven't seen the video, eh? Uh. Who are we talking about? I haven't Karis seen the video. Karis Levert. 
Yeah. I thought his name was You're Chris. gonna get kicked off the podcast for Stephen A. Oh, look, someone's trying to throw back trying to someone's trying to throw some shade back and Chris it's not working. All right. Um Karis Levert, we want to watch his um injury live right now. Do you want to see it? Well no, I've been avoiding be a, it. This is gonna be a live reaction. He plays for the um the oh, Brooklyn yes, Nets. Hopefully that's playing through right now. Still down on the floor. Well you've skipped the injury. No no no, here comes the slow mo. You couldn't see it in real time. Here he comes, jumping into shot. His foot is in the wrong direction and it's stuck there. I'd say not as bad as Paul George or Gordon Hayward to watch. No. Did you even see it? Yeah, I saw it. What was your reaction? The anger. Just your heart just breaks Stop. for Karis Levert. He finally came all the way back healthy. And now, unfortunate injury for him here at Target Center. And now you- uh, our heart breaks for Karis Levert. That was it, Paul. Were you excited? No, it was really sad. He was having a breakout year, and the, it was looking good for the Nets. The good news, though, is it's come back. He might play this season. Okay. Like, it's, it's not as serious as it looks. Nah, it's just like... Because it looks like he is going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. According, that's just yeah. my take. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, it's a big week for kind of like um, bad things to watch on camera. And one thing that made me cringe was Lance Stevenson kind of like taking a trip at Jeremy Lin. Did yeah. you see that? Because we love Lance Stevenson. Nah. We, ride a, oh, nah, what, nah we don't? Nah, he's a bad uh, guy, I reckon. Okay, we're not on the same page. Um, I've always enjoyed Lance for his like, yeah, antics he, and his he, shambles. He, I kind of recently... And Dion Waiters. I get those two confused, yeah. so I might be... Is Dion Waiters the guy we like? Yeah, de- yeah, we like Dion Waiters. And, 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 and not Lance. Well, Lance seemed to just He's put a... his foot out. I don't think he meant to do this much damage, but it's so sad. Everything. Jeremy Lin, a career, of course, cut short by Carmelo, pushing off the Knicks, apparently, and also um, uh, horrific injuries. And seeing Lance Stevenson uh, trying to trip him was so sad. And I... Can't believe he wasn't in control for that. I guess it's one of those incidents where the NBA just pretends it's an accident and just moves on kind of thing. Um, also, Blake Griffin this week taking a um, cheap shot at Malik Monk, proving uh, the douche that he is, and I'm glad he got banished to the hellhole that is um, Detroit Pistons basketball. Um, speaking of people who get uh, the opposite of that, good treatment, how lucky is Tyson Chandler getting one last roll of the dice at the Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, yeah, I don't know if luck is... It annoys me, because Tyson Chandler is a player who, don't get me wrong, I, it's how, I always defend people who sell out. It's like, until you've been... It's easy to criticize a band or something going, oh, they sold out, they sold their song to an ad or whatever. Until you've been offered $100,000 in New Zealand money, or in America, it'd be like millions of dollars to sell out. It's hard to criticize someone. But Tyson Chandler, sadly, when the... Um, when he won a championship with the Mavs, he was a big part of that breakup by like immediately going to New York. But he ended up coming back to the Mavs, again being successful, and then again leaving for money again when he got signed to a massive contract with the um, uh, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And the only reason they signed him, I thought, was for two reasons. One, to make sure the Phoenix Suns, who were tanking and rebuilding at the time, with Devin Booker and, uh, and later on uh, uh, Aiton... They um they were trying to reach the salary floor, mm-hmm. and they were also trying to um, have a veteran presence in the locker room. And I know their GMs changed, but it seems weird that they would now get rid of this guy who was supposed to be a veteran presence, and they're a team that clearly needs leadership. Maybe he was no good at that, 
But I feel annoyed that a guy like him who took the money and went to a bad team now gets rewarded by being on a good team and playing under the bright lights of Los Angeles. Like, he gets the cake and gets to eat it too, if, if that is how that Yeah, I don't know. I reckon LA would be kind of a scary place to be at the moment. Uh, why? Just because you've got all the expectations and well, as predict- it's going to be tough. As predicted... Um, I think they've already moderated those expectations by having a, a slow start to the season. And as predicted on last week's pod, they have um, immediately picked up with four wins in a row mm. or with Tyson they, Chandler yeah, they based won, on schedule. They basically. won on a, a buzzer, like at the buzzer block against the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, so. but schedule. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So they're going to scrape through. And they got the Magic coming up. Yeah, the Magic will be tough for them. All right. Um, that's the end of week in review. Shall we jump into some emails? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I've got one directed to you here, Paul, straight away. Okay. Um, thanks to everyone who sent their emails in. And uh, remember, guyandpaul at gmail.com. Um, Lincoln Anderson writes, I live in Indiana. So nice to hear from Americans. It's really cool. Casual Paces f- fan, uh, mainly just an NBA fan for fun matchups, uh, but favor LeBron generally. So I know Vogel, you must don't listen to this pod with all the LeBron positivity that comes from Paul every week. Um, so I know Vogel is generally an all right coach, but not great. I always thought Vogel was quite loved in Indiana. Like, I thought he was quite a positive thing. Yeah, I don't know. So he writes, what does Paul think of the coaching change the Magic made this season, getting acquiring, uh, uh, or getting rid of Vogel and bringing in um, Steve Clifford? Do you think Clifford can make the tough call to play the young guys more? Um, do you think? Uh, well, here's the thing. We're in, like, a little bit of a... Uh weird position where it's not out of the question to make the playoffs. So I'm kind of like, I don't to begin with, I was really, I was mad at how much he was playing kind of Fournier and, and Vucevic. Yeah. But now now you see he's a genius who's going for the number eight seed. Yeah. No, no. Now I'm like, it, it makes sense. I think to, to, um, to kind of ease the young guys in and try and make the playoffs. And if that doesn't happen, then, Increase, you know, increase their time, and I think he's, I think he's doing the right thing at the moment. Are the are those um, bottom spots in the Eastern Conference playoffs because they're quite obtainable? Like sometimes you don't even need to get to five hundred to make there. Is that a poison chalice though? Because it gets you out of the lottery. It encourages like a team, a mediocre team. Like let's look at the teams that fill that position. They're kind of like teams that are stuck in the same place for a long time, like yeah. the Hornets. Uh, or maybe the new yeah. Nets in the past. Is it bad? Yeah, it could it could be for sure. It's full um, the Knicks is another team that kind of hovers around that spot a lot of years. Yeah, no, it could be for sure. Um, it's kind of a false incentive to play, I'll say, because making the playoffs is considered to be a thing, but in a lot of cases it's not really an achievement at all, or hardly an achievement. I think it would be quite a good achievement for the Magic to make the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, what would... if they made it without, a, without even winning half their games with like lower than 500 record? Yeah, well, that, that might be a, a little bit different. But um, I would like to say that, I can't, yeah, the, we, we could use a, a guard in the draft coming up. So it's not the end of the world if we don't make the playoffs. You could also and, use a forward. And like next. And a center. No, we've got a center. No, we've got a, a center. Shooting. And we've got forwards. Um, we, no, we literally just need guards. But um, You need everything, mate. No, we got Bamba at centre. We got Aaron Gordon at uh, power forward. We got Jonathan Isaac at small forward, and then uh, RJ Barrett will do nicely at point guard. 
and I've never heard of RJ Barrett in my life. Uh, Canadian. So I'm not saying that means they're a bad guy. What? I see the guy from Duke. Yeah, Canadian. He led Canada to gold in the under 18 world champs. Is he in the NBA yet? No. He's, oh, um, you're, oh, you're projecting they're going to draft him? Yeah, yeah. But by getting the, so they have to tank to get him though, wouldn't they? Is he going to uh, be the first pick? Ah, uh, yeah, he'll be up there. That was it was kind of a joke, but it went over your head because you I didn't know who it. RJ Barrett was. Yeah, if but, um, RJ Barrett. No, he's going to be good. Um, but then there's other guys I'm keen keen on, um, Romeo Langford or um, Darius yeah. Garland. There's a few guards who look, look good. They could be good. But, so that's what I'm saying. If the Magic go for the playoffs, yeah, that's going to f that up. No, but it's it's win win because like make the playoffs. It'll be fun, and it'll be incredible to be back in the playoffs. But then don't, and it's not the end of the world because we're. We're then kind of looking better for the future. Lincoln Anderson writes, um, also love surf music so much. That's Paul's album. Listen to at least a couple of songs every week. Listen to more than a couple of songs, Lincoln. Pick up the pace, mate. Uh, love the pod. Keep it up. Thanks, Lincoln. Um, but wait, weren't we talking about, was it, what was the question? Oh, I was just wrapping you up. What do you think of um, the Magic Coach? Yeah. I thought you did a good job oh. of answering it. You thought he was okay. Oh, no, I didn't really say, I didn't really say did I? I just said, you asked about the young. Oh, now what, here's what I want to say. <laughs> About Steve Clifford. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. Because I was originally, when I heard they were hiring him, I was really upset and angry. Not upset and angry, but I was yeah. just disappointed. Because I was like, I just don't like how they keep um, re reusing the same old NBA coaches. And it's like... Yeah, you want something exciting and new. Yeah, it's like Charlotte for the last couple of years have kind of been like a bit of a no man's land kind of yeah. thing. Um, why I look at that guy and go, oh, we should definitely get him. Yeah, yeah. I'd say swing for the fence and take, like, I'd rather you take a gamble on, like, a an un, someone who hasn't coached in the NBA from college, a la Brad Stevens. And sure, you might get a Billy Donovan situation, but um, but I'd kind of it's, rather go high risk. But, but it's tough, though. Like, I, if you put yourself in a jeans yeah. shoe. I, I think they were playing it safe. And, and retroactively, I, I kind of think it was the right move. But... Here's what I'll say about him. Quite, yeah. He has kind of won me over early on. Like I think the stats that you can kind of attribute to coaching, the Magic are doing quite well on. So turnovers, their top five, hmm. aka their fifth. Um, <laughs> uh, fouls, their top three, aka third. It was, uh, wait, 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 is fouls like amount of fouls committed? Yeah, so they're commi- no, committing... Committing the most fouls? No, no, no. Congratulations. No, third least fouls. Oh, they're which heck I, a motherfucker. Which I think I like... I like not fouling. I like, like a team that goes out there and just gives zero shits. Do you know what you should watch? South American football. Holy crap. Those guys will just kick each other in the nads. It's dope. Um, and that's why, the- no, that's why they can't um, get into Spanish, English, Italian, French football. Yeah, but it's so um, good though, eh? Um, but then uh, points allowed, they're top ten. So these are like I think these are stats that reflect well like good D and like not turning it over and like these are like uh, stats that I think kind of reflect coach and like so yeah. I'm gonna say shout out Steve Clifford he I, also he was he was getting picked up by the mics the other day like at the commentators desk this is so much Steve Clifford and shit. Um, love it love it and I was just shocked to hear how much swearing all the players are really high on him. But how much swearing he used to... Like at one stage, Vucevic just couldn't get the ball. And he was just like, catch the effing ball. Yeah. And um, He should catch the effing ball. Though. Oh, yeah. He no, for sure. Coaching. End? Is that end? It's end. Yeah, so, it's such a weird way to end. Oh, yeah, for sure. Silence. 
Um, Jordan, uh, thank you for that email. Jordan uh, Zabruni. Sorry, uh, I'm not going to re- read anyone's names, right? So, Zaboni. Um, he writes, uh, Greetings, Guy and Paul. I'm writing to congratulate you on being named Northeast Florida's number one New Zealand-based podcast focused on an American sports league. Yes. That's pretty good. Your fans, brackets, fan in Jacksonville have spoken. <gasps> P.S. Shout out to DJ Bean. Shout out to DJ Bean, our celebrity follower from Boston, NBC. Yeah. For um, promoting the podcast. Obviously, that's how this guy found out about it. Um, Matt Morton writes, is this the mother effer who writes about the Phoenix Suns every time? Um, Magic Matt Morton writes, Kira guys, I think you should talk about the Suns because they're low-key going to win the championship in 2032. <laughs> the Magic have the worst organization in NBA history. That's a big call. Wow, okay. Plus, the Raptors will always choke in the playoffs and enjoy the regular season well you can. I would say enjoy the highs for Paul, but he is a Magic fan, so no fun times for him. Just a factory um, of sadness there. Guy, <laughs> factory of sadness, <laughs> and then he makes a bad prostitute joke at the end. So I won't read that out. Guy, you can't just read. Well, you can't just read entire emails. That was a good email. No, it started no, good, like and that. then it turned anti-magic. So <laughs> don't read that. Um, I'd like to go back to the guy from Jacksonville, and so shout out to him. And I assume he's a Magic fan, as Jacksonville you got is two hours drive north of Orlando. Although at the same time, you can't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'd imagine people who live near Orlando are even Orlando fans, and it's probably a Heat fan or a uh, Pelican. New Orleans is quite close, right? Pelicans fan, maybe. Um, Jacob Paul writes a sensible email with a good question. He writes, Hi, as a New York Knicks fan who's been subjected to countless terrible ownership and front office decisions, um, I often take solace in finding other organizations who make worse decisions to make myself feel better. Perfect example, the Wizards. How amazing is the Wizards sorry at uh, uh, sorrows right now. They lost to the Orlando Magic the other day. Is that what he said? Rock bottom. Now, I'm just adding my own bits to the emails. No. Back to his email. Um, <laughs> um, the Magic, the Wizards beat the Magic though as well, eh? Yeah, they got revenge. Well, hey, 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 we won't spoil Magic Mayhem. Um, and he says the Wizards G League team is called the Capital City Go-Go. Um, this got me thinking, what is the worst naming of a sports team ever? <sighs> Capital City Go-Go. I like names, names that are real weird. And so I, some of the teams that I think are terrible are also teams that I kind of love. For example, Utah Jazz, terrible name. It's like having a team called like the Minnesota Hip Hop or something like that, you know? Mm. The um, Ontario. Yeah, it's, a gr- it's one of the guys. best names, though. I'll agree. Utah Jazz. Well, I wouldn't say it's one of the best names, but it just it, it flows nicely and it's in your head. We grew up in the 90s, so like it's great now. Um, so I don't know if there's a bad team or a good team, but there's a team in the. Um, uh, I don't know how they got in the. I think they're in the UEFA uh, Champions League. I don't know how. They're losing to everyone, but I think they're in Manchester United's pool. Not that they're any good. And the team is called um, Young Boys. <laughs> Young Boys of Burn. I think Burn. that's cool. Young Boys of that's, Burn. That, they're one of the oldest teams young in, boys, in Switzerland or wherever the hell they're from. Young Boys sounds like... Uh, a European country. 
I think young boy sounds like... It's fruity homophobic slur. If it is, I'm sorry about that. I did not mean it in that way. I just think fruity is kind of means silly. Anyway, I'm digging myself. You, you talk. Um... <sighs> <laughs> Thanks for saving me. Whenever I'm a bit stuck for things to say, Paul's always there to I was back just, me up. All I was going to say was Young Boys sounds like a like a hip-hop group from... Yeah, it does. It's kind of like the Hot Boys, Lil Wayne. How much do like players young called boys. Young... Like, like how, many, what, how many rappers called Young? Young Jeezy? Young Jeezy, Young Thug, Young... Uh, like, are they old now? Young Sid from New Zealand? Young Sid. Speaking of New Zealand, I think a lot of the worst um, uh, basketball names or team names in general have got to come from New Zealand. So looking in our own backyard, there's a basketball team in the New Zealand A-League, and they are called the Taranaki Mountaineers. And ears um, is spelt A-I-R-S. So, like, so I think they're trying to capitalize on the popularity of Michael jo- Ear Jordan. Because yeah. um, mountaineers, like people who climb mountains, because they're famous for having a mountain, by the way, they're not great, but like okay. Um, but mountain ears, like breathing the mountain air, especially because Taranaki is actually at sea level. Uh, like, sorry, the, the main the city where they play New Plymouth is at sea level. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense. It's actually a volcanic yeah. um, formation. Um, and another <laughs> team from the New Zealand, um, the, the Auckland team, is not called Auckland. They're called the Rangers, which makes sense because it's also they play in West Auckland, which is where the um, the Waitakere Rangers are. But they're called the um, James Blonde Super City Waitakere Rangers. How long is that name? <laughs> They've got James Blonde, which is actually their sponsor, which turns out is a guy who loves basketball. Shout out to James Blonde, hell of a guy. Runs a car rental company. Oh, I thought it was Soups. Called no, nah, it just no because his name's James Blonde. He's got like a guy in a suit as the logo. Oh, that's confusing. It's so confusing because James Bond. Yeah. Like his name's James Blond. Is that his real name or is he I assume so. Well, mate, he can't help his name. He's named the company after himself. It's the James Blond Super City Waitakere Rangers. Super City because Auckland formed... It's, anyway, that's shocking. Um, I, I, I found out there was a team called like the, um, the Monkey Kings in the Chinese CBA. That's the cool. Nanjing Monkey Kings. That's got to be either one of the worst or the best. New Orleans Pelicans, I think, has got to be right up there as one of the worst. I'd be keen if they call themselves the Pels. I don't hate it, the Pelicans. Pelicans. I'm going to say I don't. What about, um, they, they, I think they're still a team, but they play. They used to play in the Australian League briefly, uh, but the Singapore Slingers. That was unbelievable. Named after a cocktail, a popular cocktail from Singapore. Singapore is not known for anything other than like... Um, the like Singapore sling entrenched indigenous rights problems and um, wealthy corporate bankers. I went to Universal Studios there. Well, they're not going to call themselves the Singapore Universal Studios. They could they? call them the Universals, the Universal uh, Bellstar Galactica coasters. <laughs> um, speaking of bad sponsorship integration, the New Zealand one of New Zealand's biggest teams, our yachting team, which competes in the America's Cup, is sponsored by Emirates. So the team is called Emirates Team New Zealand, which is ba- which is another country's name in our own title, coming before the name of our country, Emirates Team New Zealand. Yeah. It's basically like having a, uh, um, say there was yeah, a... I think sponsors. Imagine if there was an Australian team sponsored by South African Airlines, and they were called South African Team Australia. Yeah, I don't mind it. The Cleveland Browns? 
Great name. Just because they're so bad, though. And Brown just, I associate with feces. No, I think that's a great name. The Nashville Predators. Anytime I hear Predator, I think sexual <laughs> predator. It's just not, it's not positive that, at the moment. Yeah, but that's a terrifying thought. Like if, yeah. If I'm you know, going... Okay, you're going down a bad line there. Um, bad sponsorship. Um, one of the main teams in Tokyo's um, famous historic baseball stadium is called the, um, I went to see them play, actually, the Yukult. Your kilt, you know, like the yogurt you drink. Yeah. Your kilt swallows. And I think that swallows is in the um, uh, the bird. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. But you're just picturing people knocking back a yakult. Yeah. And like you swallow a yakult. And I got a t-shirt. They gave me a free t-shirt for going to the game. Yeah, and, I think um, that's cool. I had a t-shirt that said swallows and everyone in New Zealand just gave me shit about it. So I stopped wearing it. Washington Redskins. That team name should have ended when... Um, Chris Rock did that joke saying like it's like having a team called the New York N Words. <laughs> that should end a joke like that should end your is, franchise, but somehow their fact. idiot owner just continues. They continue to suck and they continue to be racist. I don't think ESPN calls them the Redskins anymore. They just call them Washington. Um, you got anything to contribute? Worst team names? Nah, I can't really think of any. I was kind of keen to say what our favorite NBA names were though. Oh, well, oh, oh, sorry, you you went. Because I, I actually told you this email in advance. and you Yeah, you, but only just before. And I, I kind of I started just thinking heaps about Steve Clifford. <laughs> okay. Well, you did. You, can I just say you smashed that I statement? Too much, you, too much on Steve Clifford. Some words, I, wouldn't, I didn't want to say it. Your, your words, not mine. Um, but what are your favorite uh, NBA? Maybe if you had to pick three of your, your favorite NBA team names, who would you pick? Um, I really like... I think Knicks is good. I was, I was just thinking that. Silly name, silly names like it comes from Knickerbockers. Amazing, but if you, like Lakers as well works well. I think you make a team. Um, honest, honest, famous team names. Um, Trailblazers, love it. Yeah, Blazers I like it as well. So good. Um, Seattle Supersonics. I love that it's yeah. a terrible seventies name. For sure. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say the the, the first four that jumped to my head. This is completely unbiased. If you say the Magic. The Utah Jazz, the Orlando Magic, no. the New York Knicks, the Portland Trailblazers is pretty good. Okay, Utah Jazz I'd put on the worst list. I think Utah Jazz is such a good name. But you've got to know what Utah is. It's like having a... No, no, no. But don't look at it like that. Just look at it from a, a team name well, what standpoint. Sport, but, it can't just, but you can't just call a team anything. Like You couldn't have a team called like the Toronto... like Raptors. Rappers or something, you know, if they call them <laughs> rappers. No, Raptors makes less sense because at least they have they have had rappers in Toronto. No, 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 they've had Raptors in Toronto. I don't think they have back in the day. No, I don't think they have. Dinosaur I'm pretty sure bones. it's. I think it's been proven that there were no Raptors. They were there. mainly named after. They were no. They were mainly named after Raptors. Also, the point is the point is that there may have been Raptors in Toronto. Raptors also. But there definitely was no jazz in. Um, there, there was absolutely Utah. at least one jazz band in Utah, but also I doubt it. Seems um, unlikely. Um, but also, uh, to be honest, all those Mormons like they probably love jazz um, now. Um, but you're thinking of raptors like raptors from uh, Jurassic Park, yeah. but in truth, they were small, feathered. Yeah, and they're scary, mate. <laughs> Imagine if you had to go up against some small, fruit feathered. Is that actually true? Is that is that true or is that fake news? Uh, no, I think that's true. Like Jurassic Park really took liberties with um what a with, raptor with is. A ro- uh, with a raptor made them is famous. Like, I think. But um 
I googled some um, terribly bad names. Elena Magic. Dallas know, Mavericks is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, some bad sports teams' names around the world I found. I just Googled it and found some of the worst. Botswana Meat Commission FC. It's a team from Botswana that represents the Meat Commission. Wow. The Thailand Tobacco Monopoly. These that's, wait, that's not a team. That is a team. It comes up on every... Okay, to be fair, it might be fake news that's spread around, but I'm pretty sure Thailand <laughs> Tobacco not... Monopoly. Um, the Scottsdale Community College Fighting Artichokes. Um, the University of... Arkansas at Moncello Bowl Weevils. Anyway. Well, these teams are taking the piss. Anyway. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I think I might have talked about this in the past, but I'll just bring it up briefly. That, like, back in the 90s, I think, maybe late 80s, the New Jersey Nets at the time were going to rebrand as the New Jersey Swamp Monsters. And it's worth looking Swamp into Dragons? the, the ESPN article on this. is amazing yes. cause it shows the uniforms and the courts and stuff like that. The um, Swamp Dragons. The Swamp Dragons, uh, yeah. Um, incredible. And eventually it got passed off by everyone, but then like one of the, the people I think in New Jersey got cold feet, and so they vetoed it. Yeah. And, the only uh, team in the league to veto it was the, the Swamp Dragons themselves. Yeah. It did make sense, though. I, their merch and stuff, is their logo is unbelievable. It's a picture of a dragon spinning a basket. But it's like this massive full-on drawing of a dragon spinning a basketball on its finger while breathing fire and smiling. So, so, um, someone had an interesting, uh, it was an interesting stat going around Twitter today that was like Anthony Davis's next contract, which would be worth like, could be worth like $270 million, will be worth more than the average value of an NBA team in 2001. So 2001, can you not yawn on, yawn on the podcast, please? No, I said, yeah. I turned it into a yeah. 2001, think about that. That's Shaq and Kobe. The NBA's established. It's post-Michael Jordan. Mm. Like, how crazy is that? That NBA franchise was only worth $270 million. Yeah. The point is, in the 90s, NBA was still like, you know, like there's still a lot of teams folding and, you know, all, not a lot of teams, but like the Grizzlies had to move and teams had to relocate and stuff. like A lot of teams struggling. And, um, yeah, why not give it? You know, a lot of teams succeeded based on just, like, novelty uniforms. Like the Raptors, the purple uniforms, the only thing kept them going. Um, and speaking of the only thing keeping this podcast going, uh, it's time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Be on the ball! I love to sit down. Be on the ball! I used to be jealous of Mary Apollo. We're taking every game personal. I'm not Sit down. Wow! Did you see the game versus the Knicks? No, no I, I didn't, but I, I tuned wow. in at the third quarter, and they were up 30 points in the fourth in the third quarter. Incredible game. So we Was ca- it their goodness or the, or the Knicks' crapness? Both, for sure. We come out, we hold them to 10 points in the first half. They're on track to score 40. And sure, they, they pick it up, but there's no catching us. We just lead by 30, basically, the whole way. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, you had a couple of good wins, then. You had a couple of yeah. great losses. Uh, I'm, well, I'm trying to think what I talked about last time. They they'd beat, they had they beaten Washington? No, like, they hadn't. Um, so last time, they, they, they were on a two-game win streak, yeah. San Antonio and Cleveland. They had a kind of pretty narrow loss to Detroit. Then we beat Washington at home. Then we went on a win streak with the blowout 115-89 to 89 win in the Garden against the Knicks. <laughs> 
And uh, for a guy who watches every Magic game, <laughs> what's the talk? I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I just expect you to have a little bit more than this, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, I, I, I had plenty. Yeah, you just like recreating, like, oh, what games did I talk about last week? <laughs> um, no, this is saying interesting. <laughs> you, um, uh, you today's for today's prep, you just prepped. About an hour's worth of Steve Clifford material. Yeah, but that, I kind of thought that was going to be Magic that kind Mayhem. Of was magic mayhem. You kind of oh, threw, you threw me Double a little magic bit. Mayhem. Yeah, you threw me. Well, here's the thing: um, people, Magic fans, try and call um, uh, the players um, magicians or fans the magicians. Yeah, a lot of guys on Reddit try and get it off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow magicians, <laughs> Magic fans. Um, I reckon that's so good. I reckon, like, especially if, if you're a bad team, you may you may as well take the piss out of yourself a little bit, you know. I don't think they're doing a gag. You don't think so? No. Nah. Just, they just think it's cool to call themselves the magicians. If there's one thing that's cool, it's being a magician. And if there's one way to finish this podcast, as promised, um, following on for, from last week, it's a bit of... Wait, well, we're still in Magic Mayhem. Oh, no, we've wrapped this up. No, I, I just want to give... What a, more Magic Mayhem do you have to improvise I'd, right now? Um, look... I just want to give... No Googling. No, no, no. It's not Googling. I just want to give a massive shout-out to my guy Terrence Ross, oh, T-Ross. He came to the Magic, back. and he I think he was quite sad to leave Toronto. because they had, they had a great family They had there. a great family there. He wrote a letter to um, whatever that website's called where they all write letters to... Players' Tribune. Yeah, Players' Tribune. And he just talked about how much he loved it, and man... And I, I felt bad for him because I was like... I knew that, like, the Magic were kind – the great news is there's not that same toxic vibe in the Magic this year. But at the time of him arriving, I was like, ooh, <laughs> he's in for a rough time. Like, we've got quite a toxic vibe. Like, Alfred Payton's there, like, moping around. It's, it's, going, it's not going great. And, um, and he came in, and he's, his attitude from day one has been superb. And I love the guy. As soon as I have enough money, Man, you're I'm going to buy his. <laughs> but he's on an absolute tear. He, I think he's 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 one of the purest shooters in the league, and I don't really have statistics to back that up. But the way he oh, he strokes it is a thing of beauty, and I love Ma- the guy. Magic Mayhem is over. <laughs> you got it's banned. Cool. You got banned from Magic <laughs> Mayhem. Why are you talking? Last week I banned you. No, I, I'm outside Magic Mayhem, saying we're closing the door on that segment. And it's time for a bit of Guy I've Been Thinking. Now, last week I had a, um, a semi-serious um, idea uh, about a, um, uh, a, a state of origin for the NBA. It's an Australian concept, and I have actually fleshed it out this week. So basically the problem is there's too much spiritual and financial incentive to win an NBA championship for players. So what's happening now is the best players are literally moving to the team or the franchise or the business that gives them the best chance to do that. Most notably, LeBron to the Heat and to the Cavs, back to the Cavs, and KD to the Warriors. And this is not going to change, right? Players are judged by rings and championships. They're going to keep doing this. So what this questions is the very value of teams, franchises, and cities, which are already a sham because it's not like you don't normally play for the team where you're from, the city where you're from. You play for who you get drafted by, and you've just got to hope you get picked up by a good franchise. You know, Michael Jordan luckily was picked up by the Bulls and never looked back, even though he's not from there. You know, Stockton Malone played their whole careers with Utah Jazz and had a lot of success and became loved by that city, you know. 
But the issue is now that's not even the case because players just move around wherever they want to go. Who gives a toss if the Golden State Incorporated Company beats the Boston Company of Massachusetts? You know, like there's no value anymore. Is there any rivalries? Who even? Yeah. Care? Like my Raptors. Who's our rivalry? Maybe Boston in a few years. I think Boston now. Maybe LeBron previously, but he he like a company moved to where he had the best chance to maximize his assets in Los Angeles. It's bleak. Okay. Here's the idea. Australian state of origin. You play selected. Wait, is this the same idea from last no, week? No, but I've fleshed it out. I've okay. fleshed it out. Were you not listening to like the last 10 minutes? I zoned 10 out. Minutes? I started thinking. Ahead. Players are selected what, to what? Paul Don't Lie. No, this is the end of the segment. No, Paul Don't this. Lie always tags on the end. Okay. So um, players are traditionally um, selected by the state for which they first played senior rugby league in Australia. Yes. So the first state you played Can I, basketball in at like high out. school level, yeah. Is this replacing the NBA or is this when is this? No, this is in the off season. Okay. Okay. So um the NBA needs this because the NBA's ruined, right? Yeah. But so I, my op- issue is that like players in the off season are like on holiday and stuff. Well, it can replace like the basketball world championships or the Olympics or whatever crap that America wins every year. Um, so it'd be more even and countries could enter. That's my weird idea is that Australia would be good. So who wouldn't want to see this team, California, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Love stacked going up against team Australia, Patty Mills, Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Joe Ingles. No, Kyrie would not play for us. He would, he would state of origin. That's where he's born. Yeah. Mangok, uh, Mathiang. I don't know who that is, but that was the best. Kyrie's already played for USA. Can't no, 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 back. this is state of origin. It's where you're from, it's where you're from yeah. as a kid, where you grew up. He didn't, um, I what about, okay, what about, team, what about team, uh, what about team Ohio? Terry Rozier, Steph Curry, CJ McCollum, LeBron James, and Costa Kufos. Who knew he was born in Ohio? <laughs> um, what about um, team... Uh, I want to hear Florida. Uh, I didn't have Florida. Huh? I did team... New. I, I don't think Florida was that good. Team New York <laughs> City, Andre Drummond, Tobias Harris. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Kimber Walker, Lance Stevenson, Mo Bamba. The issue, the issue is, is that California is too strong. Like the the second best team behind California one would probably be California two. It's quite weird. California's number it's, one. It's, no, it's like one of the biggest states by a mile. Eighty million people yeah. live there. So Aaron, did that. you say Aaron Gordon? Uh, no, he would be in California two. Why? Because they'd have two teams. Well, because he would make their first team like over what over. Um, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, or Kevin Love. Yeah, but like, surely they have like twelve. Pl- like, how many- oh yeah, but like, oh, yeah, I was just doing a starting lineup. Oh. but he would. Be, if you were going to split California into two teams, say North and South, he'd make that. He'd be over. I'd put him over some of those guys. Wait, 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 wait. Ag man, who is Aaron Gordon better than? Okay, tell me the Westbrook, Harden, yes. George, Leonard, yes. or Kevin Love. Kevin Love, George, Westbrook. Better than all those players, okay. <laughs> okay, so that was the end of my... I thought that was quite interesting, the state of origin idea. I like yeah. that. I imagine um, you'd have to split California, because that is the issue. California, America, is, the whole country has uh, 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 400 million people, 80 million of those live in California, and a lot of the good basketball players. Um, so maybe split it into North and South California with San Francisco and LA taking on San Diego. And Okay, that didn't make sense. But time for Paul Don't Lie. Yeah, what is this? I'm keen to see it. 
Um, I do think like a lot of the states will surely be so bad. Oh yeah, we well, have a qualification system. So right, like, yeah. so like, like Alaska, twelve like... teams play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that would be quite funny actually. Alaska's got all amateur players, <laughs> but um, no. But uh, the idea being that you like have to do it. It's like it's like any tournament. You have to qualify for it. Are there any Hawaiian NBA players? Uh, I'm, I'm sure there'd be some players who might have grown up there for a bit or something like that. Yeah, who knows. Interesting. Or is, is Paul Don't Lie just your con- your um, contribution to oh, what I, I've been I, thinking? Yeah. I also want to say, like, I think there is still... I think there will always be a place for all-star kind of players playing, like... I think for, like, for Donovan Mitchell, right? Like, he, sure, he hasn't been an all-star, but you'd guess he'd, he'll get there. Yeah. And, like, I feel like there's definitely a place for just being that guy and just, like... And like, I feel like Damien Lillard's Damian kind Lillard, of doing yeah. it. And, it, and I think Damien Lillard, I can see him just playing his whole career in Portland. And like, even if they never make the, like get even Western Conference Finals, I could kind of just see him just staying there and just being this hero and being a I, legend. I would say Damien Lillard's like, you know, a year or two away from leaving. Well, maybe. I think it does come down to personal, but I always think he's... I. Th- there's always rumors, but I always think he lets off the vibe that he's just kind of like a loyal, and he's like yeah. But even if even if they um okay, even if they do stay one team forever, they still normally end up going for a ring chase at their in their last years, hmm. kind of like Vince Carter styles. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because especially you don't want to be a yeah. I think that's kind of fine. But I just like if I was a player, I think I would, I would, I would want to be that guy. And just be like, sure, you got to live in Salt Lake City in Utah. No disrespect, I've never been there. It could be wonderful, but um, you you become a you're a hero, and then you and then you're forever. Salt Lake City, known for its. Jazz. Like, I'm trying to think of players who I think have like kind of ruined that, and they've lost that like, like Ray Allen and Milwaukee, yeah. and then well, or even like like Gordon Hayward, you know, yeah, he, he was Utah's guy, and then like you know he doesn't even get a tribute video going back because it's like. Yeah, they, yeah. they hate him. He'd get ripped apart. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. got booed coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and, so, and it's like sure he can now he can kind of get that in Boston, but I don't so know. so I guess here's the point because it, it's worked well for guys like Reggie Miller, but even then you need your team to maybe not win a championship, but at least like be like constant like knocking on the door, like yeah. you know um, Western or Eastern Conference finalists. Nah, but I, I don't and even think it has to be Lillard, constant because in in those teams. In those small market teams... Well, give an example of a guy who's I'm, had very well, little success and just stayed I, in one team forever and it's been good, you know? Um, no, uh, is, here's is what no I'm going to say. is because it's 30 years of magic, they constantly, like, in a lot of the home games, they'll have an old player kind of back there, like, watching the game, and they'll, they'll interview them and stuff. And the other day they had Hedo Turkoglu, mm. and, um, and he was just, like, so happy to be back. And yeah, he, was but just, he, he, he wasn't a star, though. Uh, no, but uh, I know, I know... This is this isn't this is just saying that like in a small market team, you know he's like a he's like a god a to us. Hero. Yeah, like Stephen Adams in OKC or New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, he's a god to us, and you know he's talking about how everyone was so happy to see him and was walking past. Everyone just loved him so much. Yeah, and it's like you know so, I think there's a lot to say in that. Rather and, than like look at someone like Ray Allen, who was like just all about chasing rings and jumping from good team to good team. Mm. And it's like, everyone hates that guy. I hate him. No, no, no. Ray Allen's quite loved in Miami and Boston and... No, not in Boston, man. They hate him. Milwaukee. I don't reckon. It's hard to say, but but just look at Lillard for a second, though. But he must look at, like, Russell Westbrook or even Donovan Mitchell, like, players who, like, 
uh, in the mix every year or going to the Western Conference Wait, who Finals. are we talking about? Lillard. Lillard, yeah. And he's, he's always overlooked. Chris Paul. Like, he's always, like, their second, third fiddle. And why is that? You know, like, why is that? It's, it's because Portland has never been, a, like, a serious contender. And eventually he's got to go, hey, I've given Portland everything. He's been an amazing player. Doesn't get the recognition he, he deserves. No, I don't reckon he does. What, what, what don't you reckon? You don't think he worries about that? No, no, I just don't. I just don't. I think it would be a mistake for him to um, get oh, I'm grass saying, is always greener and and up and move. Well, okay, okay. What if um, what if LeBron wanted him and he could go to Los Angeles and play for the Lakers? Uh, I I absolutely wouldn't do that. But you you don't want to end up. You, what if he gets you know? What if he? But what if he lives his whole career and never makes it out of the first round of the playoffs or whatever? You know? Then you live with that. I reckon. I don't think I'd you rather, do. It's hard. I'd rather. It's hard, but it'd be. It'd, It'd be hard to sit back and watch other players who who you think are not better than you get more accolades than you, mm. you know? Yeah, but I'd rather you get better and just but beat But you them. can't. It's a, basketball's a team game. Like, you can't. Yeah. Sometimes you can't. If Michael Jordan had ended up on the wrong yeah. team, no, but he the Blazers may have been the greatest player I think of all the, time. I think the Blazers get um, better and better. No, they're capped out because they played heaps of money to... Who's that real handsome um, white guy? Myers Leonard. They paid it to Myers Leonard. Who's that idiot who used to play for Boston? Evan Turner. Evan Turner. They paid those guys yeah. <laughs> no, but they're... 20 million each and now they're effed. No, I don't, I don't think and they are. And now their owner's dead and so they, they're effed more. Zach Collins looks good, the young guy. I hope. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not rubbishing Portland. Like I, I, don't, hope, I, I don't actually ho- know I how they're going. I hope for Lillard's sake they do well. Oh, no, they're having a good season. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, you know that the... Pelicans will probably sweep them again if they meet them in the first round of the playoffs. You know, like it's it's looking quite grim. Anyway, um, there was a, this interesting debate to stay on a team. The second seed. Yeah, yeah, but you, you, all right. So who are they going to end up against in the who? Who's the? Uh, they're currently up the, against the Grizzlies. Who's the who's the seventh seed? Grizzlies. Yeah. If yeah. the Kings keep going, though, they could get the Kings. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if they'll finish second. Um, good to see OKC coming back. Anyway, we've got to end this podcast because it's too late at night, and the neighbors are going to start knocking on the wall soon. Um, I reckon that was a good potty. Thanks to everyone who was listening. I'm embarrassed I just said potty out loud. Um, if you want to send us a question, thoughts, anything you want, I say that, but then I'll probably rip you out if it's a bit shit what you send. Um, Guy and Paul at gmail.com for some emails. Paul, you got anything to add? Iceberg. <laughs> what? You I- heard me. Iceberg. Yeah. What does that mean? An iceberg. What about the iceberg? Or oh, we're at the tip of it? Yeah. Okay, can you just elaborate a little bit? Nah. The tip of what iceberg? Are we going to find out next week about the iceberg? Maybe. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> about iceberg. Yeah. I'm going to write it down and I'm going to mention it to you because it's a weird th- way to finish. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. I've been Guy Williams. I've been Paul. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 